today's episode will be discussing Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, directed by David Yates. Starring Eddie Redman as Newt's commander, Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore, Ezra Miller as Aurelius Dumbledore, Dan Fogler as Jacob Kowalski, Allison Sudol as Queenie Goldstein, William Nettilim as Yusuf Kama, Caleb Turner as Theseus Commander, Jessica Williams as Lally Hicks, Victoria Yeats as Bunty, Richard Cole as Albefort Dumbledore, Catherine Watterson as Tina Goldstein, Fiona Glasgow as Minerva Gonagall, and Mad Mickelson as Geralt Grindelwald. The film was released on April 15, 2022 on a budget of $200 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Kendrick, we are back doing Fantastic Beasts. <gasps> Secrets of Dumbledore. Secrets of Dumbledore. I thought, yeah, duh. I'm so goofy with that, man. It's I always come to the, hey, what is the the uh, undertitle, the right. subtitle? Well, this yeah. this whole franchise has been goofy title after goofy title. Yes. Right? Like, the Harry Potter books had their foundation because of the book, or the movies, right. excuse me, had their foundation because of the book. So, right. And they all their titles really made sense for their mm-hmm. movies. So far, you got Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which mm-hmm. was based off a book in the Harry Potter universe, which they made a movie of and started this whole new franchise. Right. Cool. That kind of made sense, but you really only got to see a few beasts in that movie. It was more just a, a story about the uh, the whatever Ezra Miller's character was in that. Yeah. And then you had The Crimes of Grindelwald, which mm-hmm. I, I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out that movie. I, dude. Which I'm a guy that can figure out mostly anything when it comes yeah, to movies, right? I exactly. just like I'm just like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Yeah, this well, one, the the title was a little goofy. Promised yeah. to learn about Dumbledore secrets, but there wasn't a single secret. No, that J.K. Rowling or context had already figured out. Figured for out you, exactly. Right? Yeah. So we I'm like, where are the secrets? We knew they were, you know. Gay oh, and all that. they were hot and heavy on that gay yeah. stuff just a little too much. I was like, all right, I get it. Dumbledore's gay, right? Like, we sp- J.K. Rowling said that 10 years ago right. after the final book was out and the last movie was about to come out. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I really don't see the purpose in this. Like, why are we well, making Dumbledore gay here's, retroactively? Here's the thing about, well, I don't know why she, the purpose she had to do it. I have no, no clue what her motivation was. But the thing about, uh, you know, this... It does play, and I think Mads Mikkelsen should have been the, that character all along. Oh, yeah. Mads oh Mikkelsen was awesome. God. I was sad that Depp got let go. Yeah. But, but Mikkelsen, man, fuck. He fits. He fits. I mean, it's like, okay, you can see uh, the couple of him and Jude Law. You can see that couple. Yeah, you couldn't really see oh, Depp's beach blonde ass, hair yeah. with the two different color Crazy eyes. Shit. It was a bit much, yeah. yeah. So I mean I think you know in that aspect okay that's uh, that was cool the <laughs> you when you saw Dumbledore and Grindelwald together with Depp and Law it's like yeah. oh Law's a freak in this one Dumbledore yeah, yeah. like his freaky side god <laughs> yeah. damn going through a phase here <laughs> god I love him mom and dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like hey okay yeah. okay we're on board a little whiplash here but all right but yeah I mean uh you know 
as far as that goes, and the way this movie opens up, right? You know, with those two sitting there in a cafe and that was talking cool. about, yeah. you know, the past and all this stuff and the blood uh, packed and all that, right? You know, it was like, I, I think, I, you know, for lack of a better thing, I mean, Mads Mikkelsen plays himself in most roles, but I mean, he does his thing so well. It's like almost like Samuel L. Jackson. Right. You know, when you get him, he's going to do a great job acting. He's going to do a great job with the character and everything like that. You've got him in. But you know it's, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. Mads Mikkelsen does the same thing with his facial expressions, with his presence on the screen. It's like, oh, dude. Right. Yeah. Um, But so, you know, I think it added more almost maturity to that roll into that dynamic of the two than with even Depp in the role, you yeah. know, and then, you know, Colin Farrell. Being in the oh, role. I, I liked Farrell, yeah. honestly, because that the whole disguise just like, right. oh, okay, it was oh, it's Grindelwald. Cool. Yeah. And exactly. then you see Depp's goofy ass and you're like, what yeah, happened like, here? Ooh, hey. That's a, that's a shift. Yeah. Uh, I definitely thought this of the three was the better one. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I compared it to like, okay, you got Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Chamber of Secrets, and then you got fucking Prisoner of Azkaban. Right. This is this franchise, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Yeah. It's far and above the better of the three. Exactly. I still don't think this franchise is ever going to live up to oh, A, a potential, you... or B, the precedence of the Harry Potter movies. I don't think anybody's ever is is thinking that at this time. Right. Anybody. Well, because it's like, okay, it's trying things. Right. And I think, you know, this one, like you said, it went a little it skewed a bit darker mm-hmm. than the other two yeah so i think it you know it's like harry po- like you said harry potter went through that phase of oh this is for the kids and this is for this and then it became oh <laughs> this is for, this is for the teenagers now yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's going on here but uh you know some scary shit <laughs> yeah, it was creepy at times but, yeah uh, i think you know with those two because i mean jude law uh, jude law does a great job with dumbledore he I really does. does a really good job. Yeah, especially um, the younger Dumbledore, yeah. where you see a lot of broken parts in him that right. he hasn't quite figured out how to come to terms exactly. with. Exactly. You could tell like he hasn't quite become the Dumbledore that we know, but he's yeah. getting there. Oh yeah. He's hyper fucking intelligent. And oh yeah. Goddamn is he devious at times. Yeah. Yeah, devious and manipulative. Yeah. Yes. But yes. he was always that way even yeah. in the the movies, the movies too, right? Yep. It's like yeah. goddamn this old man, he had it all planned out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking everything well, i didn't plan for that yeah you kind of did like let's right. be real here man like right you knew what the fuck was up it was interesting how you know over the three movies you know at first when i saw the first movie yeah i was like oh it's gonna be different totally different stories gonna be about this newt character and everything mm-hmm. all these th- you know, movies are gonna follow him in that it's like yeah no 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 he's 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 there he's there now and he's still titular part of the you know right. cast but it's like this is not your movie well he didn't anymore. feel as subservient in this one as he did in the second one right 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 okay. it's like what's the point of having new in the second one right this yeah. one he felt like he had a, a core context to be there you know there was a reason he was there and he had a mission to fulfill right i'm there for that like yeah, yeah. you know you're subservient to dumbledore in this but you have a role to play and it's a lot more effective exactly and it made sense to have this magical zoologist come into play yeah right and the second right. one it wasn't so much it was just newt's on a mission again it's like mm-hmm. why is newt even here yeah exactly so newt had more a better role in this one right. still didn't top what he had in the first one no definitely. but 
as usual, Jacob Kowalski is by far oh, man. my favorite character dude. in this franchise. He is hilarious. Oh, he constantly he cracks me up, dude. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> he's on he's you know, being like you said, being a full on freaking muggle and <laughs> in this world of <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's like you know, you can't even liken him to Batman because Batman has some kind of, you know, hey. He's super smart. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, always prepared for shit. He's just a dude doing the best he can and doing his thing. Uh, Dan Fogler yeah. is a little bit underrated in my book. Like, he should be in yeah. more things than he really is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what was he? Before this, he was known for a side role in Good Luck Chuck and yeah. Balls of Fury. Yep. That was it. And uh, oh, I I love him in uh, Take Me Home Tonight, which is like one of my favorite the one with um it was a 2011 movie with uh, Topher Grace, Anna Faris, Teresa Palmer, Chris Pratt. Okay. You remember it? I think I might remember that. I, I once I show you the poster, yeah, you'll remember it. Probably so. That one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, it was on yes. Netflix for a yes, while. I, I freaking that. Yeah. love that movie, yeah. dude. But he's He's so funny and he's got so much like character and human like yeah. he brings a lot of the humanity to the table, right? He does. He's kind of our perspective on this right. whole world. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's probably how I'd react, react to. to. Yeah. See this shit happening. I, I love that the fact they gave him a wand. Yeah. He's like, Can I keep this? this? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I don't know a person that's more deserving of that. It's like, <laughs> cool, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna it's go like, fuck huh. shit up now. <laughs> I guess. Can't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore gave that to yeah. me. It's very dangerous <laughs> and special. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact uh, that we got to go to Hogwarts again. Like, that was really cool. The music swelled, brought a lot of that nostalgia back. I'm like, all right, we're leaning yeah. into this a little more. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Very nice. I, I mean, yeah, the, the locations that they went to. I mean, the German, I mean, the Germany location was very simple. Right. But it was so, if you looked around that room and the stuff that they, in that house they were in, it was so intricate. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Like, there was going to China, China little to no yeah. surprises in this movie, though. Yeah. Like, the fact that uh, Ezra Miller's character wasn't Dumbledore's son, right. Albus's son. He was yeah. his brother's son. Like, right. yeah, obviously. Like, he's gay. When yeah. the hell would he have yeah. ever had a kid? Yeah. Him yeah. and Grindelwald were like this. For a long time. For, you know, yeah. <laughs> early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young age, too. Yeah. So it made sense for his brother, Abafor, to have the kid. Exactly. And him to be related to him. So it's like, okay, he can't possibly be Albus's son. So obviously he's Aberforth. Yeah. Like my wife and I were watching and she's like, we saw him rubbing that mirror. I mm-hmm. was like, I guarantee you Aberforth's dad. And she, like, after the movie, she's like, how'd you know? I was like, well, A, Dumbledore was gay with Grindelwald, right? They yeah. were they were in love. There's no possible way for them exactly. to have a kid. B, Aberforth was rubbing that mirror, like, a lot. And then you saw, like, before the message even started popping up, I connected the two dots instantly. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, clearly, like, there was no secret here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's your papa. Yeah. Go see your papa. No, no secrets of Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah, no secrets to Dumbledore here. It's all yeah. pretty out in the exactly. open. Yep. Though I did like to see that they connected his sister, Dumbledore's sister, to what Ezra Miller's uh, character was yes. going through. What, yes. I, what was that term that they call them? No, no. It was such a different. They called him in the other two. Yes, that was like the one thing about the second movie I never understood, is how he survived being blown up and like had no memory of all that. Right. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Credence was Credence, yeah. Ezra Miller's character right. name. Uh, he is a. Let's see, it's just Mary Lou, Queen Sparrow. 
Obscurus. Obs- yes. Yes. Which is a kind of a goofy name, but that's what the Harry Potter stuff is known for, right? Yeah. I really don't see it how really they didn't flesh out a lot of his powers because he just was had that. You He's know, been shabby... more of just a uh, a shell character, yeah. right? Like exactly. there's never been much substance to him, right. except in the first one. There was a little bit of substance because yeah. you kind of learned his backstory and everything, right? But in the sequel, <laughs> there wasn't much to him, and then this one. He's just there, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, what is the point of having? And he's dying. Yeah. Like, okay, right. now with all this crap going on with Ezra Miller, yeah, they're probably just gonna kill him kill off him screen between the, the third and got, the fourth movie. Got to. I mean, he's the dude's. We get arrested two times. Why and twice? Yeah, twice. Yeah. Oh, if you're there, you know, give uh, me an autograph in a jail cell. Yeah, I'd be and like, hey, can we see him in an autograph, man? Free Ezra, I'll make a T-shirt. This <laughs> free Ezra. Yeah. He beat up somebody or did yeah. something he shouldn't have done. It's just dude is going, going wild, man. Well, they're supposed to do two more of these, uh huh. And this one's not doing super well at the box office. Um, I'm kind of on this on the platform of <sighs> do one to do, do the final battle between. Well, you know, I, after this one, I could see. Like two more surviving, uh-huh. but it feels unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I don't see a solid through line on all this. Yeah, right. Like it, it's like okay, we had the beasts. Now we had. Then we had the crimes of Grindelwald, which kind of set up everything that was going forward. Mm-hmm. And then you had this one. Do we really need two more? Like what? Grant. I mean, this one was had a lot more cool stuff going on in it than the other two did. I, I think you don't need two more. I think you need one more because <laughs> you have to finalize that. Thing between, set up to yeah. right going into the new yeah, exactly. or maybe end it with him going to see Voldemort in an orphanage or something, there right? You go. Yeah, like I think we should shift our focus at this point from Newt and Jacob to more Dumbledore and Grindelwald because yeah. that's what people are really yeah, going to want to see more than anything. Right. I mean, I like Eddie Redman, oh, yeah, he's awesome, yeah, Redman's and he does a good job. And the things I've seen him in, he's been I've liked him in, yeah. So, I mean, that dang on Stephen Hawking movie was crazy. So it was always intended to be at least a trilogy. Mm. But obviously, once they start doing the third one, they're like, we need two more. Yeah. yeah after this return, you might want to condense <laughs> that down to the one. I mean, it's not doing very well in the U.S., but well, here's it's doing thing. well worldwide. Here's the thing. She screen wrote on this. Did she screenwrite this one, yeah. too? Yeah. I know she did the other two. Yeah. Let me see here. Screenplay, yeah, she did. Yeah. She's so, good at book writing, but yeah, screenplays is really not her other, forte. Let the other folks step in and do their thing. Well, you know, you know what? Give them the story. Yeah, just give them the story. You don't need to be a screenwriter. Just give. Yeah. Here's here's what I want to do. Here's where I see this going. Right. Let screenwriters do their job, right. man. I mean, like I said, this one was far and above better than the previous two, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think you know you had oh touching on the dynamic between Queenie and. Uh, Grindelwald. Yeah. You know, you're like going, okay, even that wasn't like, okay, some surprise thing or, you know, she was really kind of a, you know, a plant if you want to look at it, you know. Yeah. She was just kind of there. Like, yeah, it was nothing in this movie was a surprise at any point at all. Was it entertaining? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The the magic battles were fun, especially when Dumbledore and Grindelwald went after it after that that bonding thing broke. I was like, fucking A. And then it was over before I knew I was like, God damn it. Like, this was so cool. You know, that's what I'm saying. You need need more of that than. I'll I'll go back to this. I do agree. Mickelson plays probably the best 
closeted gay guy in the world. Like he doesn't outwardly show it a lot. Like have you ever watched Hannibal? Hannibal? Oh yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. God, that was so good. Yeah. He does I mean, and then yes, yes, I agree with you on that. Killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hannibal is by far one of my favorite, least favorite shows to watch. Yeah. Just because of how grotesque it is yeah. at times. It's like it's just, damn, that no. looks delicious. Oh, that uh, was made with the human liver. Yeah. Oh, damn. Hmm. Not yeah. making that anytime soon. No, I don't think so. I'm over here swirling my wine. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't mind that I got this out of a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hints of almond and cardboard. Delicious. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good show. I wish that show wouldn't have ended the way it did. Yeah, no doubt. You finished it, right? No, I did not. You didn't? F- no. Fucking dude. worst cliffhanger. Oh, like I, I was like, okay, like once it was over, I was like, kind of tied a bow on it, but mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like a, the ending it deserved. Okay, so it definitely, in my opinion, deserves like another. It's kind of like what they did with uh, Dexter. Oh yeah, right yeah, okay. down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this is where we are with these mm-hmm. characters. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be great. I'll tell you what, though, David Yates has definitely made a career. With the fucking this this magical world franchise. Oh yeah, yes. dude, he's directed. Okay, so Wizarding World is doing his thing. He's he started the first movie he ever directed was the uh, Tickborn Claimant, which is directorial debut. Okay, never heard of it. It was nineteen ninety eight. He did a bunch of short films, did some television, and then in two thousand seven, he was hired for the Order of the Phoenix. Right. Since then, he has done every movie in the Wizarding World. Wow. Except he did direct uh, The Legend of Tarzan in 2016, right before Fantastic Beasts came out. Wow. Yeah. Talk about career-defining. Dude, yeah, no doubt. I mean, can you name any other directors that have really just just stuck to one? I mean, besides the Russo brothers, really, but they're still branching out doing other stuff, right? This guy's got two other movies to his name that aren't in the Harry Potter franchise. Jeez, That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see, he did four Harry Potter movies, and now he's trying to do five Fantastic Beasts movies. He, I don't know, I mean, with the tra- to direct, blah, blah, trajectory it's going right now, with, you know, slowly ticking up, mm-hmm. if they continue that trend, yeah, I could sit through a fourth and a fifth one, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. would I prefer just them to ri- wrap it all up in the uh, yeah, next one? Yeah, I'd prefer the yeah, next one to be wrapped wrap up. it up, sit yeah. on it for a while, yep. you know, truly what we need is true sequels to the Harry Potter movie. We don't need to go backwards. Let's let's kick the shit true. forward, right? Yeah. Like anytime you go backwards, that's usually death. Could you imagine seeing Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter now? I mean, being, you know, full adult yeah. and beard and everything. And everything. Yeah, yeah I'm down for sweet. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> what is it? They have that book or that play that they did that she wrote for the Harry Potter and the Orphan Child or something like that. Okay. I haven't read it. No. My wife golfed it up the second they got it she mm. like even heard about it she's like mine and like read it in one day oh wow and i guess it's like uh there's a voldemort had a kid and harry finds it and like that's part of his mission in that book i wow. like i said i haven't read it but like yeah that sounds good like have his worst yeah. enemy have a kid that then he has to protect and raise right yeah that sounds wow. pretty cool let's do that let's explore that franchise oh <laughs> Man, I mean Emma Watson really doesn't act anymore. Yeah, Rupert, no. F- R- what's his name? Yeah, Rupert. Rupert uh, God damn it! I am struggling today. Mm-hmm. I've been tongue twisting myself all goddamn day. What's his name? Mark, help me out here. Hold on. You know these people. Come on, bro. Hit me. 
Hit me with it. Ron Weasley is portrayed by Rupert Grint. That's what it was. He doesn't really act too much anymore either. The only one that acts on a regular anymore is Daniel Radcliffe. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the only one. fuck it. Let's bring it back. Let's, let's do that. G- give it, give it, after this next one, let it rest for 10 years or so. Yep. Circle back. Yep, I agree with you. Unless Daniel Redkiff gets the role of Wolverine, and then you're never getting it back. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Which, that wow. would be, I could see that. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Interesting. Yeah. That would be an interesting. He's, he's short-ish. Well, how tall is Daniel Redcliffe? Do you know? Uh, no, no. no he's head. like five foot, I want to say five foot six, five foot five. He's not very, oh, there it was. Hold on. Five foot five. Wow. Yeah. Pretty short dude, but that's that's Wolverine's height, right? Like, Wolverine is not a very big guy in the comics. Yeah, no. And no, it should be. after what we saw in The Lost City, he could probably pull it off, man. Might be able to. He's fit, too. Like, uh, have you seen him recently, the photo shoot he did? Check no. him out. Here. Dude. He's, yeah, he's, he's solidly ripped. Yeah, that's, that, that would work out. Right? He's got the I mean, beard, got the hair. Just a tiny bit you know, thicker, he'd be good. I think he could pull the accent off too if he wanted to. Yeah, shit. I'd be down for that. Oh, most Canadians could pull the accent off of, of, of the British. Well, you mean the British could pull off the Canadian, Canadian accent? Yeah. There you go. Me. Well, shit. There most shit. Most superheroes are played by British actors anymore. Yeah, I know. Like almost every Spider-Man after Tobey Maguire. Every Spider-Man after Tobey Maguire was a British actor. Andrew yep. Garfield and Tom Holland. Yep. Oh, there was a report the other day that uh. Tom Hall or not Tom Holland, but uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were seen together going in to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once. You're kidding. They were hanging out, going to see oh, that movie. That'd be, uh, be great. <laughs> they got a bromance going yeah. on. Hey, fucking Spider Pals, man. Why not? Hell yeah, dude. It's God really- damn, he's only thirty-two years old. Don't have to be competitive. No. Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He's only yeah. thirty-two years old. The first Harry Potter movie came out in '01. So he was like 12. Yeah. God damn, Dude, man. That's crazy. It's, it's weird when you put in that kind of perspective, huh? Yeah. Most he literally grew up from 2001 to what was the last 11. one? 2011? Yeah. He was 11 years old when the first one came out. Golly. That's crazy. Oh, he was 12. 12. Yeah. yeah. It was 1989 yeah. when he was born. He's two years hey, older whoa, than me. Yeah. He's not very much older. <laughs> I know. Us youngins here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, seriously, with his age, especially, he could bulk up uh, pretty severely to play Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he could be a stout Definitely. little man. Yeah, dude, that would be especially sweet. the way Marvel packs the muscles on these guys. Yeah, shit. Yeah, pack it on, man. Yeah, no doubt. Get to it. So originally, the Fantastic Beast was supposed to be a trilogy, but in 2016, Rowling announced plans to make it a saga with five movies. Covering events from the Wizarding World history that happened between 1926 and 1945. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nazi wizards. Yeah. That's oh, pretty much what it is. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Racist Nazi wizards. Uh huh. And then- you could. It's funny too because like all the ones that followed Grindelwald were like buck tooth. They're really yeah. just down and dirty looking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I see what it's you're like doing, doing here. here. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm there for it. Uh huh. But I get the it's humor little, in it. Yeah. I'm I'm there uh-huh. for that. Like I'm always down for a good joke, man. Laugh at somebody else's expenses? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> I do love the fact though, I was waiting for that hat to drop, but they never did. 
they never made a distinguish why Grindelwald looked different. Right. Not once. And I was and waiting I the whole time, yeah. too. Because, I mean, even when they transitioned from, uh, uh, what's his name, Colin Farrell yeah, to Depp, Depp. It, was, it was disguised. Well, he know? was taking the polymorph thing or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. That made now sense. Just... <laughs> That's just a totally different person. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? They I heard I was reading something where they were talking about that. And like that first scene had to sell it, otherwise you wouldn't have bought that that was still Grindelwald. Right. And it did. It right. Did. Like he was still the evil douchey self. Oh. Clearly had ulterior motive after ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. It's like all right, yeah, that's Grindelwald. Yeah. Maybe even a little better Grindelwald. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I just hope that Depp can like come back from the crap that he's in right now. Well, I, there's a lot of crazy. I was looking at something on his court case today. I'm talking about live and uh, text messages and stuff like that have come out yeah. right now. But for the most part, he's looking like, you know, it's going to, he's going to come back. I mean, come out of this looking like the better person. I uh, think he is. I mean, know. honestly, I think they had a very toxic relationship. Yeah. It's a relationship should never happened, but there was clearly some bad stuff on both sides, but mm-hmm. Amber Heard really dug herself a hole with yeah. a lot of this. What it seems now currently. So, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, Jada's doing the same thing with the whole Will Smith thing. It's just, man. it's nasty all the way around, man. I'm like, some of the things that came out. Yeah. With their relationship and him, there was a video that I don't know how it gets off her, her phone. I saw Did it. Did you see it? Yeah. I'm telling her not the, to. Don't record me in my yeah. own house, please. Exactly. Yeah. And she kept doing it. And she like, kept, yeah. Oh, that, I'm like, dude. I was pissed off for him. Kind of. Because you could see him visibly frustrated. Yeah. Visibly just. Oh, she was putting him in the hot seat. Yeah. Like, exactly. you see how much he, she did for our marriage? And it's like, yeah. hold up. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> Time the fuck out. Like, that's yeah. not cool. You don't ambush your own husband exactly. in your house like your paparazzi. Yeah. That was exactly what it was like. Yeah. And you felt that. <laughs> like, you could just tell he was uncomfortable. Yeah, he was you know, you, I, I'm pee- never an advocate for divorce, right? Like, yeah. I grew up experiencing a lot of divorce because I my he parents got, got divorced got a few go, times. dog. There comes a point in every relationship where it's like, okay, is this worth it for any either of us anymore? Is this healthy? Is this a reasonable right. relationship? No. Can we continue this effectively without doing more damage to ourselves? Exactly. It's okay to call it at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it it's is okay. To go. okay. okay to I mean, say, you've been through look, two divorces yes. yourself. Yes. <laughs> it, could you imagine staying, having stayed in those relationships any longer than you did at this it, point? It, you know, and and I, and like I said before to. Many people have said, hey, you know, I wasn't a perfect person. Right. And, and, and you know, so that, a lot of that stuff was my fault. But, you know, yeah, no, I couldn't. We, It was not a thing to carry on. Right. It's you okay know. to grow apart as long as you know when to call it. Yeah. And say, this isn't this isn't going to work anymore. Exactly. And leave on amicable terms. I think that's the part that people most people miss. Yeah, they do. They do right. Especially it. when kids are involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. whether adult or not, more so when they're younger. Right. But when they're adults, it's like, okay. We can split amicably, and then we don't have to be we don't have to be in contact anymore. Right. If we right. split amicably while they're young, and we can still somewhat be friends, we oh, can co-parent better. and do all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's. I think a lot of people miss that. Like, nope, we just got to make it work. No, no, yep. fuck that. Yeah. There's a better way to do this. There's a better way. There is a better way. And I think you know, like you said, with Will and Jada, he's he's got to go, man, because he's he's, he's getting call to it. that point where he's doing things that are for her that are jeopardizing him. For her, yeah. yeah. And they're jeopardizing his, you know, the whole yeah. of everything anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, you have to sit back and go, okay, yeah, I want to, I, 
applaud standing up for your wife's uh, honor. honor and everything like that. You, yeah, you should be doing that. But there are ways of going about it that's different than that reaction mm-hmm. and those knee-jerk reactions and that chain pool reaction, basically, that you're getting. Hey, you're going to let them do that or you're going to, you know, that it's it's those subtle looks. It's those subtle little sighs and words or whatever. That, it's that side eye yeah. more than anything. It's that's just things. like, you got to be shitting go, okay. me. You know what? You're going to have to say, like, listen, I'll talk to him in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Or just oh. say, you know what? That wasn't even that mean of a joke. Like you're right. you're being a little overly sensitive. Right. I, I think that most people tend to forget. Like, yeah, you're defending her honor or something like that. You could also be the guy, the voice of reason that's like calling her out no. for her shit. Yeah, be like, don't you think you took that a little too personal? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Like and, it wasn't hey. even bad. It was a very calm joke. And I'm sorry, she is not supportive of that dude at all. In a lot of ways, I mean, she's, from the outside she's, looking in, yeah, she's she definitely has not said supportive. That, you know, yeah, he overreacted. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, bitch, he overreacted for you. Very much you so. Should be, so you should be in every way, hey, I'm going to die on the, I'm going to die on the sword with him. Right. You know, so I mean, it's, it's a, whew, you look at her in this situation, it's like, wow, yeah, this is a bad deal. You made a really, really bad decision. Well, all around, it was just well, a, yeah. not a good idea. Yeah. Like it was not going to have a good time. Well, it's not a good idea to marry her in the first place. I well, think. I you know, at, like I told you, I read his book. Yeah. I read what he wrote. Mm-hmm. I've read, I've almost reread it, mm-hmm. and you could tell like there's some like well, quite frankly, there's a lot of red flags. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. t- time out, bub. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's hit the pause button here. This isn't a good <laughs> idea. But he also had a lot of issues with women right. in his life where yeah. he needed that acceptance and everything mm-hmm. and that's what he strove for. Yeah. So like I told you after I read that book, I had a better understanding of him, but if anything it made me that much more upset with Jada right. than anything. I was like, you really shouldn't be doing this, this guy. Like, yeah. is he perfect? Not by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But does he do a lot? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I got two pieces of news for you. I don't yeah. know if you read this or knew about this yet. Uh, <laughs> Fast X Started production today. Oh, yeah. So the 10th movie in the Fast and Furious franchise. I think we got like one more after this. They went into space last movie. You know what? I, that was that could have been done a lot cheesier, well, right? Yeah. Like oh, it could no, have been done really. It was it was a good way to do it, especially with the Pontiac Fiero. Yeah, you know, I loved it. <laughs> that Sorry. was entertaining. So I'm like I'm here for the wackiness at this mm-hmm. point. So I'm curious to see where yeah. they take it next. Also, um, you remember Red Notice? Oh yeah. Uh, the director Ross and Marshall Thurber has been announced to take the helm of Amazon Prime's Voltron movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Well, everybody's like, "Oh, this could be a red flag." I was like, "I actually liked Red Notice." Yeah, it was entertaining. It, it was. I mean, it was a it good definitely movie. Was you know, it wasn't the best. Yeah, exactly. It was a Netflix movie. It was good, but. You know, that could have been said for uh, Adam Wingard, the guy that directed Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. Because the movie he had directed previously was Death Note. Right. Was that the best movie? No. No. But did he strut his shit up and down yeah. the fucking aisle with Godzilla vs. Kong? You're yeah. goddamn right he did. And I liked, uh, I thought Death Note was pretty cool. I, mean, I enjoyed it too. Defoe made, you know. Oh, yeah. I was still waiting for a sequel on that. Yeah. Because I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Thor Love and Thunder trailer? Oh, my gosh. I yeah. sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah. God, dude. Yeah, How many times have you amazing. watched it? It, uh, about 10 I think 10 times yeah yeah I have it downloaded to my phone so I can watch it anytime I feel like it because it's I just fucking like, 
love the scene where he's like, remember what I taught you? Anytime That's you're feeling right. down, just look into the eyes of the people you love. And he just slowly starts yeah. leaning himself it's over. Like, not me. No, not me. Oh, no, I was just I'm trying me. to listen to yeah. you. It was like, <laughs> God damn it. Hemsworth. It's you fucking hilarious. funny bastard. Well, I was, I was talking to somebody today and they're like, have you been hearing all the backlash to that part? I'm like, no, what? And they're like, everybody's all upset that they're making Thor kind of gay in this movie. I was like, no. that's just Thor's personality. Thor's cheesy. Goofy <laughs> self. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah. You know, that's that's Thor's. It's been that way his whole, stick, man. all the movies. All the comics, oh, everything. That's just yes, how he is. Exactly. Oh, to the halls of Valhalla we yeah, go, brothers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just a goofy-ass self. I'm there for it. Oh, Natalie Portman, I was excited to see her in her Thor costume. Mm-hmm. The helmet, the eyes looked a little off to me at first, yeah. but I think once her eyes are lit up with the powers of be, Thor, yeah, exactly. that's when it's going to really fucking shine. But I'll tell you what, I am totally there for Thor's new outfit. The yeah. red, the blue and the, the gold, gold with the, yeah. the fur cape. Mm-hmm. I was like, boy, yeah. oh, you could not have done that better. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Yeah, man. Well, it's cool is they're using that rotoscope technology. Uh-huh. This is the first major MCU blockbuster that's doing it. The only two things I've done it previously were the Mandalorian. That's where it was really you know developed that right and then the batman did it which i didn't realize that the batman had done it so like where the scenes where he's standing on the skyscraper and overlooking the city waiting for gordon or catwoman to show up yeah that visual of the city was the rotoscope technology oh wow yeah i think it's what's called is the rotoscope right is that i think that's what it was called uh so they did it a lot in this one too right and i was like okay fucking a i'm there for that Good. And then you got Russell Crowe playing Zeus. Oh yeah, Christian Bale is Gore the God yep. Butcher. Yep. Damn, dude, have you seen great. what he looks like in the toy leaks? I have not. You is haven't seen what crazy? he looks like. He, I mean, he, he looks kind of like Gore the God Butcher, except not as alien. He's got Christian Bale's like face, just white. Okay. So I was like, well, obviously you got Christian Bale to play this character. You're gonna use his likeness. Yeah. So I mean, they did it with every other major actor they brought exactly, in for a villain yeah. except Brolin as Thanos but and you could tell it was him yeah After you definitely knew it was him you could say okay yeah I see Josh Brolin you could definitely hear Josh Brolin in well, it yeah yeah speaking of him have you seen his new show on Amazon he's got a, a the, the cowboy the it's a like Wild a western yeah it's um god damn it what's it called uh outer range yes have you watched it yet? I watched it no. so i was i my buddy sent me todd sent me the trailer for it mm-hmm. he's like check this shit out and i was like so i watched the trailer. i was like what kind of fucking mental shit is this he the first two episodes came out and then like the rest of the episodes come out every friday he watched the first two and he goes dude doesn't disappoint i was like oh okay. well yeah. i know what i gotta watch to now watch that. Yeah. between moon knight yeah. halo and now this shit yeah my week is filling up fast with TV yeah, shows, no doubt. Which is something I never really like to do, right? So now I'm like hooked. I'm like, God damn it! All right, buckle in, Buttercup. Here we go. Hey, we're in for it. Hey, man, we're here for it because it's what we like. Episode four, Moon Knight. You yeah, haven't watched it yet. You I said check it out, dude. Choice. Okay, it's getting really good. Oh, uh, good. We only got I'm two glad. more episodes left to go, yeah. but getting really good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I can't believe Thor comes out in July. Trailer dropped three months before yeah. it comes out. Uh, kinda, Ballsy. Yeah, I kind of like it. I, I do too. Like yeah. It builds up the hype. Like people yep. were starting to bite at the bit for that trailer. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they should have just waited to drop it with Doctor Strange. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you a little something. Give you a little heads up about Father Stu. Okay. You're gonna go see it. Yeah. Um, they do the thing that we hate the most. In the movie, 
Okay. The beginning of the movie, he talks about the movie. Uh, why? Uh, Damn it! All right, we'll save that one for that episode. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I, there's nothing but big things coming out in the movies this year. The, I mean, we're dude, a it's a packed year. Yeah. We still got Top Gun, Maverick, oh, yeah. freaking several other Marvel properties Strange is coming out May seventh. I know that's cannot come soon enough. Yeah, honestly, I'm so excited that. to see that. Well, I can it can come a little later. I, it can, it, I'll be all right if it just waits. Why? Because I'm going to be in Hawaii. I thought you'd be back by then. No, I'm just saying I want that week that I'm in Hawaii oh. to go slow. Oh, you know. Oh, okay, got so, you. Same yeah. page now. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now fuck your trip. I want this movie uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this shit on the road. Okay, I need to. Right. I need my Doctor Strange. Right. You fucking you go have enjoy your time in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Okay, all I got is my movies. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No, no. No, 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 no. Speaking of movies, did you know Batman's on HBO Max now? Of course. Have you watched it again? It's 18th. Yeah. Nah. I watched it watched it once and then watched it and fell asleep to it. Really? One night, yeah. I could I that's a movie I could turn on yeah. and, just and just listen to it anytime. Yeah. Shit, I saw it twice in theaters and I'm been jonesing to watch it again. Yeah. So Oh, it's it's definitely They put the first ten minutes it. up on YouTube mm-hmm. and like I was starting to watch it. I was like, you know what? I like the Riddler part, but I want to get to where I really want to be. Started right when they did his monologue, mm-hmm. and then yes. hear him come out and Dude. puts the beat down on the first guy, yeah. and then shows their faces, and then it cuts. I'm like, God dang it. All right. Yep. That's uh, all I really wanted to see, though. Yeah, it's good. That it's literally one of the best openings yeah. in a Batman movie ever. Oh, yeah. No, no kidding. I, I, I mean, they did it so well. I mean, the year one or year two, two. Uh, deal, man, him... St- Keeping that real journal, keeping everything that he's been going through and all this, boom. It's top top notch. Uh, so I watched uh, your favorite franchise, the DCAU. I watched oh, okay. the long Halloween part one and part two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you watched it yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of the the Batman vibes in there. Like, oh, they pulled quite a yes. bit from the long Halloween, yes, it felt they like. Did. Yes, it was they very did. good. Very well put together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that was actually... They always do those Batman movies justice though like that's the one thing they really don't fuck up on in dca usually don't i mean honestly i haven't seen a bad one um and the only i don't want to say bad movie that the dceu has come up with i i wasn't a big fan of the uh scorpion movie or scorpion cartoon uh the more combat Kombat movies with the scorpion story yeah yeah it was it's like dude you could have done a whole lot better with that but i like most everything else i just bought injustice which i haven't watched mm-hmm. yet uh i like almost all the dcau movies i know that recently they've been struggling a little bit yeah but you know i it always blows my mind that you have all these characters but yet we always circle back to batman yet again batman's my favorite character by far but even still, like there is more so characters with so many great stories. Many. Hell, yeah. Constantine's always a good one. Let's circle oh, back yeah. to Constantine. Constantine. Flash awesome. is fantastic. One mm-hmm. of the greatest superheroes ever, if you ask yeah. me. If you really look at it, yeah. Green, all the Green Lanterns. Yeah. I mean, especially John Stewart. Like, right. I, I personally am waiting for a good interpretation of Kyle Rayner because I like Kyle yeah. Rayner quite Kyle a bit. Kyle Rayner's good. Uh, fucking Superman doesn't get as much love as he used to anymore. Right. The Martian Manhunter is such a cool character that's kind of very underutilized. Hell, uh, Adam, uh, Green Arrows, besides the TV show, 
Right. Right. I mean, they have a plethora of characters. Lots. And we barely ever use any of them. Where yep. do we circle back to? The guy without the powers. Mm-hmm. That's Batman's power. He's got staying power. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. He is relatable to every real, I think every we've man. had this discussion See, before. Every man uh, superhero. Right. I think we've had this discussion before, though. The reason that I think Batman has the staying power and the rest of them don't is because all of DC superheroes besides Bat, well, even Batman, are godly level powered. Yes. There's nothing you can do against them. Well, true. Very true. So what's I mean, the like purpose you said, of that even. Part? Uh, you know, you have one that is a god. You know, Superman. Diana yeah, is, is a god. Well, God, Diana's god. Yeah, yeah. And so Superman. I mean, I mean he's yeah. for all intents and purposes, purposes yeah, a god. He's all uber powerful. Uh, yeah, and like you said, the Flash. The Flash, ha- his power set is, you know, I, I, like you said, I think a bit underutilized and a bit underappreciated. Yes. Because it's like, man. Well, the only time they get him right is in your the DCAU. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, uh, at the end of, what was that one? The Dark Side Wars? Yeah. Dude, he just suffered two years of running oh on that treadmill. Gosh. And then you asking he me, go back in time and change first. everything. Yep. And he would still remember it all. Yeah. It's like, God yep. damn, like, this poor guy. That's exactly. It. He gets McFucked every time. Yeah, he does. One of the most that's tragic gotta, heroes. Yeah. I mean, that's got to fuck with your mind. Oh, yeah, a lot. I know a lot of things that you guys don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Be happy you don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. yeah man, just, my metabolism burns it off. I'm drinking a lot. Drunk. I can't get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Cyborg, cook me up a good concoction, buddy. Yeah, really good here. Something. But yeah. Yeah, there's. it's going to be a good year. I mean, oh, like, yeah. I'm so excited for Maverick. I am, too, because I want to see what this fucker looks like in this damn jet. And just you went ahead and I mean that's what attracts you to this to this movie. I mean, Top Gun was great. I mean, I yeah, it was nostalgia, nineties awesome, cheese, all though. that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you know, for me, it was the freaking bee's knees because I'm like, oh man, you know, the uh, GI Joe airplane that just you know, yeah, F fourteen Tomcat. Just was this out. in the nineties or the eighties that you, or is, Top Gun came out? It was in the 80s that Top Gun came out. Was it 88, 89? Yeah, it was like 87. Okay. I think maybe 87. I'll look it up, but keep yeah, going. Yeah, look it up. Um, but, you know, him, 86. Doing, him doing his own dang on stunts. Oh, yeah. In this, in being in that plane getting thrown around, that's what attracts you to Tom Cruise movies now, is because Tom Cruise is, you know, doing what nobody else is wanting to do. Right. It's crazy. Oh, he's gonna kill himself. <sighs> he's trying. <laughs> I that, told you, man. That damn when he when he was on the outside of that fucking air, cargo plane. Oh, in Rogue Nation. Yeah. God, that, dude. No. I, I thought then at the. Yeah, you're trying to kill yourself. Not just yeah. that. I mean, Fallout. They did the. He did the skydiving. Yeah. And then they had him on that cliff face. Yeah. And all that shit. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, dude. That I mean, I literally think they go up to every mission possible. Christopher McQuarrie's like, "All right, how can we kill, not kill this fucker this time? Yeah. What, what do we got, boys? Yep. Hit me. Uh, we ra- launch him into space with a rocket, and he parachutes down. Kind of done it before, but let's do it. All right, what else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we send him down the deepest sinkhole in the earth to the Mariana Trench. Love it. What's next? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah man. I, I just don't know. I don't know what he's. I, I, he's got to have this personality that just, 
I'm not alive unless I'm. He's got dead. some sort of drive yeah. that does not allow him to stop. Exactly. That's pure. It's, it's almost an obs- I, no. It is an obsession with him at this point. Yeah. Just to keep pushing himself to see how far he can Did go. You see the clip where he jumped over uh, Keegan Michael Key. That motherfucker is athletic as shit. Yeah. A for as short as he is, he can fucking book. Yeah. Like he flat out hauls ass. Exactly. And he is agile and limber as shit. Yeah. He's a he was a gymnast. Yeah. Know, way back in the day, but uh, yeah, he jumps, he gets his shoulders, jumps over top of Keegan Michael Key, Key, and lands and shakes his hand. He's like Keegan Michael Key's looking at him like. Fucking Tom Cruise. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was watching something for Maverick. They put out this special feature where they were talking about all the training they did that the cast went through. Like right. Cruise drew up this whole plan, right, to lead them to being in those jets with those pilots. Wow. And it was like they were teaching them how to fly single motor planes, yeah. and they slowly progressed up until they were in those F 18s <laughs> Wow. And it's like holy shit, like. You know, you, everybody takes for granted. Oh, acting must be so easy. Not nah. with that fucker. No, nah, definitely not with that guy. Not with that fucker. I mean, you know, <laughs> certain movies, you know, they have to train and train. Oh, extensively. And train. Well, I mean, whether it be the choreography, whether it be the physical, uh, you know, or just looks the, or whatever. The physical look, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, there's certain things you know that, wow, this was fucking intense to do and mm-hmm. get ready for. So, yeah, this is, and that's one of them. Yeah. When that when that trailer first dropped, oh, it blew saw, everybody's mind. Yeah, it's like that motherfucker's not really it, that, flying a fucking plane. Those is he? trailers just kept getting more and more crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you see him at one point pull so much G's, you see the wind break or it, yeah, breaking oh, yeah. belief in the oh, wings yeah. as he's going up. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck that. And he's over here like you see his face stretching back. I was like, ah, yeah. he almost looks like he's an eighty-six again. Go faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, man. This is wild. <sighs> you know what we haven't done yet? What's that? Score Dumbledore. Hit I know. It. Give it to me, bro. Uh, really, I'm going to give this a flat seven. You know what? That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Just I mean, an even like, flat you know, seven. Yeah. You're, you're not terrible. You're not, not great. Not fantastic, I mean, but yeah, you're exactly. not you're not bad. Yeah. I mean, it was it was an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. My wife, who loves the franchise, you know, it's always nice to go see those with her because she's always right. so excited. But... Could we do better? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Yeah, should it end sometime soon? Yeah, maybe should just yeah. wrap it up pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Move along. Nothing to see here. Move along. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, you enjoy Hawaii. I shall you wheel. lucky bastard. I shall wheel. I shall wheel. This will be a great time. So, <sighs> speaking of Josh Brolin, I was scrolling through here because I was trying to look at what that show was called earlier. Right. One of the articles says... Dunes, Josh Brolin, can't stop, won't stop complaining about Dennis Villeneuve's Oscar snub. Uh, yeah. Which I don't blame him. That yeah. was some shit, man. I agree. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to add to this? No, sir. All righty. Until next time. Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.